what you really want to do, and you will have competition here, but that's okay because people are ready to spend money on this date, is you want to encourage immediate action. You want to let people know that, yes, there's a lot of Black Friday sales going on, but that customer needs to go to your store immediately because they might miss out on a sale. Welcome to Start Yours, a podcast by Obelo about what it's like to start your own thing. That could mean you're in the beginning stages of coming up with a business idea, you might already be running a side hustle, or perhaps you're just perusing the internet about how to get out of your nine to five. Whatever stage you are at, we are here to help you out. I'm Alicia McCormack, and as well as hosting and producing this very podcast, I also have an e-commerce side hustle, and I'm always on the lookout for my next project. Now, we are about to head into a crazy time of year for anyone who is running an e-commerce or brick and mortar business, people who sell things to other people. I'm talking about the holiday season. Black Friday is coming very quickly. It falls this year at the end of November. And with COVID and the changes to all of our communities, I'm betting that online shopping is going to go bananas this year. So we wanted to dedicate an entire episode with plenty of time up our sleeves to help you market and prepare for Black Friday and the holiday season. You would have heard my lovely guest, Magda Kosminski, on the show in episode six, really early on. She is a marketing expert. She's a big part of Team Overlo running our Instagram accounts and also doing a lot of work for our YouTube channel with Jessica. Magda is really thorough going through step-by-step what you need to do to prepare successfully for a marketing campaign during the holiday season, and then how to make sure you are taking advantage of all those extra visits to your site during that time after Black Friday and the holidays so you can keep profiting, bringing in new customers, and also ensuring that you are giving the best customer service out there so they come back over and over again to buy whatever it is you are selling. Be sure to head to obelo.com to check out the show blog that we put out every week. If you are driving or running or out and about and you can't take notes, then no fear. Head to obelo.com slash podcast and you can find all of the information from all of our previous shows, including today's episode, which I guarantee is something that you will want to read more about. Also, if you are a merchant or an expert, perhaps you've got something to share that we haven't featured on the show before, I would love to hear from you. All you need to do is pop me an email, podcast at obelo.com. We're always looking for great stories to feature on the show, or perhaps you're an expert and you've got a valuable insight that you think would help anyone listening starting their own business or enterprise, then please do get in touch. Okay, let's get to Magda's amazing Black Friday and holiday tips. Magda, a delight to have you back on Start Yours. You were on the show, episode six, and now we're in the 40s. So it's been a while between drinks. (laughs) <laughs> Frankly, Alicia, it's it's been it's been crazy. I mean, when I was on the uh, Start Yours podcast before, you know, things were just getting started, and now this mm. podcast is full blown. You know, it's really coming to its own, and it's its own little empire now. So it's amazing to be well, back. Well, that's very nice of you to say, and we are delighted to have you back this this time. We are talking about Black Friday and holiday marketing. It's been, as an understatement, a weird year. I think we can all say that. Yeah for so many reasons. And 
perhaps this year the holiday marketing might be different. I don't, I'm interested to hear your perspective, but I think a lot of the, the brick and mortar stores, you know, unfortunately people aren't uh, able to visit them as much or they've had lots of closures. It's been on and off for people. So online shopping has really boomed. And I know we've had a lot of internal chat in Shopify and Obolo about how we can help people and really make sure people are being able to fulfill uh, their goals and also keep their businesses alive, which I think is, you know, a privilege to be able to be involved in that um, as a business. So um, I'm excited to hear some of our plans and how we can help our listeners prepare for this time of year because it can get pretty full on, can yep. get pretty mental, and uh, we want them to be able to cope and hopefully exceed their expectations when it comes to sales. So where do we start in preparing for Black Friday. What are your thoughts, actually, before we even get into that, what are your thoughts mm -hmm. about this year? Do you think this is going to be a big year for everyone or do you think COVID's smashed it in a bad way? Well, you know, Alicia, I think this year has, if it's taught us one thing, it's you have to expect the unexpected. And, and absolutely, <laughs> things have just been going, going wild this year. And I think the one thing that is particularly different compared to last year, and I think that this is really important to know, it's not necessarily that all the steps I'm going to talk about today will be super different. But I think mm -hmm. the important distinction to make this year is that you need to get into the right mindset and understand that just because there's a pandemic going on does not mean that people are not going to be shopping. On the contrary, people are going to be shopping more than ever and they're going to be looking for deals more than ever as they're home, um, you know, as they're working from home as they're shopping for the holidays and things like that. So I actually yep. think that this year, Black Friday will be even bigger than it was last year. And of course, um, Black Friday, you know, sales and growth increases year after year that it's been pretty steady. But I think it will it will explode um, beyond what is the normal growth expected because everyone is going to be shopping online. And if you're shopping online, you probably are already thinking, ah, you know, I'll just wait until Black Friday or I'll just wait until Cyber Monday because I already know that that's probably the best time I'm going to get a deal. So people yeah. are anticipating it. And I think that it's going to bring in huge sales for store owners that properly prepare and then properly <laughs> execute their Black Friday sales. Because when you get an email, and it says 50% off the entire store, or it says scratch this to see if you get 10% off. It seems quick, but it takes a lot of time to set up. And it's a yeah. lot of intentional steps that you have to do ahead of time. And good thing for you, Black Friday is at the end of November this year, on November 27th. So you have more than enough time to prepare and start looking into some of the strategies that we discussed today. Uh, I'm so happy you said that and I have a bit of a confession to make as an e-commerce person with my side hustle. Two Black Fridays ago, I let it sneak up on me and literally the week of Black Friday, I went, oh, my God, I have got nothing prepared and I just created all these graphics and freaked out. But then also the the third-party um, fulfillment company that I was using, you know, they'd put all this documentation out. I'd sort of ignored it. This is very irresponsible. This is I just want our listeners to know I make mistakes all the time and this was one of them. And I thought I'll do a bit of a flash sale and I was completely underprepared for it. I luckily used, you know, Shopify codes to make it happen but really – it was a bomb. And of course, my Facebook ads, I hadn't really prepped them. I just, I put them up the week before it hadn't done it. They hadn't done their work and it was a total bust. Last year I came back, I had done my due diligence. I'd prepared months in advance and it was a really profitable experience for me, but 
it was, it's exactly what we were talking about now. I was, I'd thought about it. I thought about the customer journey. I'd really thought about all of my promotions and uh, it was much easier for me as a, as a business owner to deal with it when I knew what I was doing rather than just going, oh, Black Friday's next week. Quick, yep. let's go into Canberra and whip up something. So I will say, if you are listening and you haven't thought about it, take heed and uh, Magda's going to help you in this episode. So let's kick it off. What, what should we be doing to start preparing and not doing what I did two years ago and having a full breakdown? Yeah. So the first thing that you want to do is understand and I think come to terms with the fact that you need to start as early as possible. If you think that one week or two weeks is early enough, it's not. Whatever you think it should be, take an extra week or two because whatever you have planned, you want to prepare for those discount codes to not work the first time. You want to prepare for that pop-up that you, you know, kind of are are putting all your money on to maybe not work or maybe you need to reach out to customer support to get them to help you install it. You want Mm -hmm. to prepare for those challenges ahead of time. Now, once you start doing that, I think the first thing that you can do um, as a business owner is to start building anticipation early. You know, when it comes to Black Friday or any sort of big sales, you want to make sure that you're promoting them to your customers. So whether that be with emails, whether that be with graphics that you can make, um, like Alicia, you did in Canva, you want to make sure that people start associating your business with Black Friday sales. Because here's the thing, I'm going to be completely frank with you. When I think Black Friday, it's hard not to think of Amazon, Best Buy, Walmart, these huge stores, because you associate them with Black Friday because they are so great at building that anticipation. You know, they are always telling customers to save the day, teasing sales, whatever it may be. And so it's really important that you start to kind of, you know, fight for your own little piece of that high, um, you know, in your customer's mind, where when they think Black Friday, think think of your store and your business and the promotions that are going to be coming up. Do you think with the pre-release, some of the chat I've been seeing, especially in some of the Reddit forums recently, is like, well, we don't like to say too early because then our sales before that drop. And I think it's an interesting perspective, but also I suppose you need to figure out what you gain from doing a, a sale. And I know we're going to talk about how much we're going to increase and decrease our prices. To be honest, if, if you're going to have the sale, you need to let people know. So I feel like that's a bit of a counterproductive perspective when you are pitching this to people. But what do you think about that? Is it worth taking the hit for the weeks before if you're promoting and saying, all right, there is going to be a sale or is that silly? You know, I think that's a, a, a great point. And I think that's definitely something that you should think through as a business owner, because you do want to think of all the possible, you know, sides to this decision. Um, and mm-hmm. it's good to do your due diligence in that regard. But I think thinking about, let's say, not promoting things early because you might lose out on some sales is thinking too short game. You want to think long yep. game. You know, I think that let's say in e-commerce in general, everyone knows you want to sell products, put them on sale. Can you yep. imagine if, you know, someone said to you, well, why would I put it on sale? Like I'm going to lose out on a few dollars, you know, and they're thinking so yeah. small. They're really thinking about just those few dollars rather than, you know, the opportunity of, let's say, you know, X amount, hundreds of sales, because that certain price point or that certain sale just hits it with certain customers and, you know, it really explodes. So I think that sometimes you need to cut those immediate losses because you're investing and you're kind of taking a calculated risk. And to some degree, Mm. I do believe that 
you know, if you really want to succeed, you constantly need to be taking calculated risks and building anticipation early for Black Friday, I think is one of them. And one thing that I just want to say really quickly is when it comes to, um, you know, wondering if that's the right move to make, always look at your biggest competitors. If they're advertising Black Friday now, you should be too. They make a lot of money. They have entire teams dedicated to figuring out when is the best time to start building anticipation. You know, they have, they pay people lots of money to figure this out. So learn from them, you know, take that knowledge for free. I think that's, a, that's one thing that I always like to, to do because I feel like, you know, that way, sure, you don't have your own team, but that's all right. They've already done the work for you and they've made that work public. So learn from it and think that if they're building it up now, it's probably a good time for you to start too. And you don't have to say this specific item is going to be on sale. If you have a a store that has multiple items, you are just teasing that something's coming. So I suppose the other thing is it's you're building a little bit of a, a bit of a mystery behind it. Um, I mean, you can, you can say this product's going to be 50% off or whatever. I'm sure we're going to discuss that, but perhaps that's part of the sort of bit of sexy marketing is just saying there will be some items on sale who knows which one if you buy it this week it could be this price who knows maybe that's it absolutely and I think you know this kind of flows into the next point which was I was going to say to prepare for your Black Friday sales you know you might want to invest in a pop-up or a conversion app so in the Shopify app store you can find numerous apps that will pop up and either offer, you know, discounts, deals, or ask your customers to sign up for an email list. Now, Mm -hmm. you don't need to give away, like you were saying, Alicia, exactly how much, you know, which product you're going to be putting on sale in addition to exactly how much, because of course that's going to divert traffic from it. However, you can create a pop-up that says that you are going to be having a Black Friday sale, you know, with, you know, deals up to 50% off and to find out which products are going to be on sale to sign up for the Mm -hmm. email list. You know, it's always good to add uh, a little bit of mystery. um, and, And when you do that, leave that space for mystery, you'll see more often than not that people will sign up for, you know, that email list or whatever it may be. But this is really a great time to invest in one of those pop-up apps. Now, I do want to just say, for anyone that's worried about budget, a lot of these pop-up apps do have free seven-day free trials. This is is coming to you from a shady, shortcut entrepreneur. (laughs) So for anyone out there who is like, I refuse to pay for an app, don't worry. I know the feeling. And the only thing I would say is make sure you put in your calendar when it's the seven days is up so you do not get charged, but they have free seven day trials. So you can try it out. And if, as long as you test it beforehand to make sure you've got everything sorted, you can set that up before Black Friday. Um, and then, you know, start collecting pop-ups, uh, excuse me, start collecting emails with your pop-up app. Um, and that's a great way to also share the message of your Black Friday sale. Great. Awesome. That's a really good, it's a good suggestion, I think. And as you said, I've done that before, mark it on your calendar and go quick, disable. But also if you think it's working, you know, support some app developers, but excellent idea. Absolutely. I think just, it's important to note that you know, a lot of times when you go to the Shopify app store, I get it. It's there's hundreds of apps. It's really overwhelming. You start to think you kind of think you need one app and then you end up thinking maybe you need a hundred, you know, by the yeah. time you leave there, of course you want to increase sales and conversions. And that's pretty much on the description of every app on there. 
So, yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you might be stuck with a long list, but that's a great yeah. way to try it out. And I do completely agree. Um, you know, some of the best ones, especially that we've heard in the Oberlow uh, success stories is the spin wheel um, pop up. It pops up to oh, the yeah. side, you know, allows yep. customers to spin the wheel. I've talked to many six and seven figure uh, entrepreneurs and that pop up app really does wonders for them. They always are surprised because it the, really is, does a great job at converting emails. And that great. actually brings us to my next point, which is to collect as many emails as possible as early as possible. Now, mm. when Black Friday comes around, it's going to be a busy time. You know, your customers are going to be thinking about what they want to buy. And they're going to be thinking about the stores, the probably major big box stores, um, because that's kind of what's associated with Black Friday. So yep. the best way to actually remind customers about your business is to send them an email. And you can send them an email by collecting their emails ahead of time. Don't forget, this is really important. Our emails are very personal. When you check your inbox, it almost feels like someone is texting you. You know, it's like actually a, a direct line to your customer. A lot of times I check my email in bed before I get up for the day. So it's yeah, quite personal. Too you know? Yeah. And so I think that this is a great way to, you know, actually connect with your customer and let them know that when your Black Friday sale is live and also the weeks leading up to it. And I think that's really important because you want to build some more recognition and get your customers excited. Also check to see if there's products that they are more interested in than others. You know, maybe that will give you a clue as to exactly what products you should be putting on sale. And I think one thing I would always suggest next time you go through your email list, note down the company's emails that you love to open. You know, they're from a company, yeah. you know, they're from a business, you know, they're trying to sell you something, but for some reason, you just love reading them. They just like, maybe they make you laugh. I don't know what it is, but there are certain companies, even though I'll never buy their products, I love reading their emails and I actually look forward to them and use that yep. language and that tone as a template rather than just creating a, you know, pre-saved template in an email app on Shopify. Great. Excellent suggestion. On the subject of talking to your customers casually and, you know, discussing Black Friday ahead of time with them with emails and then on the day of the next thing is you want to make sure that you address the craziness that is going on with COVID-19 and use it to an advantage. When I say advantage, I do not mean that you should exploit the you know, COVID-19 situation. However, it is good to touch base on it and remind customers that because of everything going on right now, it's most likely people are not going to be able to get their Black Friday sales, you know, lining up at the department stores. Mm -hmm. They're not going to be able to go to a lot of malls to do shopping for Christmas. And because yep. of that, this Black Friday is actually an amazing time to purchase gifts for family and friends, you know, gifts for yourself, whoever you need to shop for. This is actually the perfect time because if you think about it, November 27th gives you about a month before Christmas. That is just enough time to really get a lot of products sold and actually shipped to your customers. And in addition to that, everything's going to be on sale. So this is kind of the best time for you to um, be pushing this and kind of create a narrative and explain to customers why this is a great time to be purchasing from you. And I think one of the most important things and 
um, for everyone listening, I actually am run the Oberlo YouTube channel. And I can tell mm-hmm. you just from the last few years working with merchants, uh, entrepreneurs, and also on the YouTube channel, I can tell you one thing people really resonate with is when you speak to them genuinely. When you ex- mm-hmm. are open about what's going on, when you are open about the challenges that we are all facing, it makes you able to connect with people on a human level. And you'd be surprised when you connect with someone on a human level, how much more likely you are to give them your business. Because yep. if you think about it, when you go um, into small boutique stores, or when we used to go into small boutique stores, I will be honest, I would buy things that normally I wouldn't care if I saw online. But just after talking, you know, to the person working there, I hear a story about a candle. And all of a sudden, I have multiple candles that I'm leaving the store with. And I think that's really important. And it seems like a small thing, but it actually makes the biggest difference uh, when it comes to sales and business, because you no longer seem like, a cold store, which yes, big department stores can get away with. But if you're a small Mm -hmm. business, use that to your advantage, you know, show that humanity. And I think that you will really see uh, the benefit in connecting with your customers and ultimately making more sales. Speaking of boutique stores, when you go into a boutique store, if you have a question about a product, you can easily ask the person there, you know, right away, they'll be able to answer your question. And that way, you'll be much more inclined to continue with your purchase. But when you have an online store, it actually is a huge barrier if a customer has a question. They have to reach out to you with a contact form, or they have to find your email, then they have to write the email. Maybe they won't even be interested in your product after you send them an email back in a few days. You don't want that. So when you're preparing for your Black Friday, make sure that you write out a very clear return policy, FAQ, and shipping page, and make sure that you link it on every part of your store. You want to make sure that if your customer scrolls down to the footer, before they even think about their shipping (laughs) questions and leave the store, you've already answered it. As soon as they're looking at the size of the product and wondering, oh, I don't know if this will fit, you know, would I be able to return it if I did buy it? Boom. You don't even need to ask. It's already there for you. And you already know what the return policy is. Making it easy for your customers to to commit to the purchase is going to get those sales really rising. And I really think that it's something that a lot of people overlook because when you go through your own store, sure, it's easy to think, yeah, I know a shipping policy, of course, because I wrote it. Well, your customers might not. So one thing in this regard is I would always suggest for you to ask a friend or a family member to go through your store as a customer and be very open and honest about what questions they have. If you have someone you know that is not as tech savvy, even better. For me, I always get my mom to go. If she can (laughs) find the FAQ page, then I know that the UX of this store is amazing and it is ready to go. So I would definitely suggest that. Send a boomer in there. It's like if a boomer can find it, you're fine. If not, get out of here. (laughs) Exactly. Yes, that's a great way of putting it, Alicia. If you can get a boomer to identify your FAQ, return policy and shipping page, you're in. You're you're seamless. Yeah, you're seamless. <laughs> the boomer test. I love it. The boomer test, exactly. And <laughs> the last thing that I wanted to say for preparing Black Friday is if you're listening to this podcast, I'm not sure. Maybe you already have a business and you've never gone through Black Friday, or maybe this is your first Black Friday. 
I think after talking about all the tips in terms of preparation, one thing I can tell you is it's going to be an overwhelming time. No matter mm -hmm. what, even if you prepare everything, it will still be overwhelming and there will be a lot to do. So make sure that not only is your store prepared, but also your marketing. So pre-film any videos, ads, and make sure that you pre-prepare all your social and graphics ahead of time because it will save you a huge headache. Good tip. Great tip. Heading into the actual time when it's happening, what do we do? We take a breath, we get a coffee or a stiff drink, and yep. we hope it all works. <laughs> and we jump in. So during Black Friday, the first thing you want to do is jump in. And you want to jump in by encouraging immediate action. When your customer wakes up on that day, you want to put yourself in their shoes. They're going to wake up to hundreds of emails. You know, as anywhere they go online, it's going to be Black Friday sale this, Black Friday sale that. Mm -hmm. What you really want to do, and you will have competition here, but that's okay because people are ready to spend money on this date. So don't worry yeah. about the competition. Is you want to encourage immediate action. You want to let people know that, yes, there's a lot of Black Friday sales going on, but you, that customer needs to go to your store immediately or as fast mm -hmm. as possible because they might miss out on a sale. And having a lot of time-sensitive offers and products really does wonders when it comes to customers converting. Because if a customer is feels a bit of time pressure, which during Black Friday is completely normal, so definitely lean into it. You might think you're being pushy, but just think about Amazon, Amazon's limited time offers. Think about other stores that have, you know, a counter of how many products they have left. This is something that the entire industry uses and for good reason, because it really does mm. a great job at converting. Now, mm. one thing that I want to mention is that I looked into a study that was conducted in 2017 and it showed that when it comes to, you know, uh, time sensitive offers and encouraging that immediate action, Phrases like hurry or this deal won't last long didn't convert effectively. Why? Well, let's let's be honest. You probably see that in other emails. You're probably going to see hurry and this deal won't last long at least 10 or 20 times in your email inbox. So I think part of the reason personally that this isn't as effective is because it just doesn't stand out. It sounds like the a big box store just looked up, you know, Black Friday suggestions for promotions and copy paste it, hurry, and this deal won't last long. Yeah. In, instead, try to use different language, language like get ready or prepare yourself from us to you, you know, treat yourself today. Try to make it a little more interesting. And one thing that I noticed works really well is including a funny phrase, include a funny phrase or include a funny gif. In parks and recreation, for example, treat yourself day um, was a really popular thing. <laughs> and you know, great. Yeah, it's something that makes you smile. And you know, if you yeah. said, if you put into your email, treat yourself day and you showed like a gif from parks and rec, you know, with yeah. the promotion, that would stand out among all the other emails. Even if the other emails actually had better promotions, you would still yeah. remember that one way more because it just made you smile, made you laugh, and it was a little bit different. Whereas if you just had something say hurry, you're not going to remember that. I totally agree. And it's the same with all your email marketing. If you're going to be fun and sassy, do it through everything. And then at least you're, it's memorable and it does make people smile and it brings it back to your brand. You want people to instantly be triggered to go, oh, I want to go back and buy that thing because that was funny and it was remember. I remembered it, it was made me laugh rather yep. than, oh, that was just like everyone else. Oh, shh. Boring. 
absolutely. And speaking of taking immediate action, one thing that I did want to mention, and this is an absolute must for Black Friday, is creating flash sales. You know, Mm -hmm. so if you are one of those people that is still thinking, I'm not going to start encouraging customers to, um, you know, wait for Black Friday because I don't want to miss out on sales. That's fine. Don't worry about it because for you out there, that is what flash sales are for. So if you Mm. want to just surprise your customers and do a flash sale instead, that's no problem. I do personally believe that building anticipation earlier is more effective. But here's the thing. Every business is like a unique snowflake. They're all different. So if you firmly believe that flash sales would work better for your business, no problem. Make sure you don't come up with the flash sale in a flash. Make sure that you take the, you know, a few weeks to figure out what's going to be going on sale and preparing, you know, the graphics and the promotion. But there is nothing wrong with a flash sale. And if you know in your heart that works better for your business, then you go with your gut. When you've been doing the work to remind your customers earlier that you're going to be having a Black Friday sale, and this is the perfect time to buy gifts, take the extra step and create gift guides. When people are shopping on a website and they're shopping for someone, they actually have no idea a lot of the times what it is they want. For example, they might know that they're interested in biking. But beyond that, if they went onto a biking website, they would have no idea what exactly they would want from that store. So Mm -hmm. as a business owner, it's extremely important and a huge benefit to you to create gift guides for people. So during Black Friday, if someone signs onto your bike store and they're shopping for a loved one who's interested in biking, before they get confused and have time to leave the page, you'll already have a beautiful gift guide in front of them to show them what would make the perfect gift. Easy. They will convert in a snap because you've gone through the work and they know that you've taken the time to actually think about someone who would be interested in a gift from them. That's great. And I think it's very, you know, if, if you, it doesn't have to be complicated to create these guides, does it? And it's also good if you put it on your page for SEO, that's got to be a good clickback for people to be sharing. Absolutely. And mm. one other thing, one other huge benefit of creating gift guides is that you can create bundle offers. So if you're someone out there who is interested in e-commerce, then you'll know that bundles are one of the ways that some of the biggest e-commerce entrepreneurs build their empires. Bundles are amazing. Sometimes it takes a little a little bit of work to put together, but it can definitely be worth it. And Shopify has numerous uh, bundle apps that make it super easy to create them. So I would definitely suggest uh, checking bundles out if that seems appropriate for your store and the products you're selling. Speaking of bundles, the next thing I want to mention is mystery boxes. Now, mystery boxes saw a huge spike in popularity in the last two years. However, they're still around and they're still making businesses a lot of money. A mystery box is a is a bundle of products that when you purchase and you receive, you will receive a surprise of products. The idea being that some of them will be very expensive and then some of them not so much, but ideally still favorites within your store. Mystery boxes have proven to be an amazing way to make a lot of sales because people love to have fun and engage with this sort of thing. So it's a really amazing opportunity and one that actually um, successful entrepreneurs, Corey and Rodney, who are on the Oberlo Success Stories blog, as well as being featured on the Oberlo YouTube channel. Yeah, and, and our show, Let Everyone Start Yours as well. So yeah, they're, they're everywhere. I love it. 
Exactly. And so Corey and Rodney actually used mystery boxes to launch their store, you know, into success without really investing anything in ads. Get that. So instead of spending their time worrying about Facebook ads on, to be honest, the weekend where they're probably going to cost you the most because you have so much competition, so much advertising, they went ahead and created mystery boxes and saw a huge success with that. So I would definitely suggest looking into them, start checking around mystery box websites to see what they're like and what copy you should be using, but they could really be an amazing opportunity for you. Now, the last thing that I want to mention to do during Black Friday itself is customer service. Now, this is (laughs) so important. This is something that I think a lot of people don't really realize is as important as it is. And I can tell you from interviewing many um, six and seven figure e-commerce entrepreneurs that one thing that they always talk about is how important customer service is. Because when someone is on your website, you know, they have questions. You want to be right there for them. You want to let them know that you're not nagging them. You're not that person in the store that's staring at them until they purchase something, but you're close by. If you have any questions, they can just ping you and you will be right there to answer any questions they have or concerns. Even if they actually don't have any concerns, understanding that when a customer is on your online store and they know that they do have your support should they need it goes a huge way in actually helping you to convert that sale. That's great. And it's also just being able to feel like you're a real person. There's someone really running the business and it's not just someone, you know, you're not having uh, emails sit there for weeks and weeks and and there's not the integrity and trust isn't there when you don't get back to them as well. Absolutely. I've been to on a lot of online stores where they just have a contact form and it kind of feels like when I send an email, it goes to a black hole. I don't know yeah. where it goes. <laughs> if I get something back, cool, but I'm not even expecting something back when there's just like a blank contact yeah. form page, <laughs> to be honest. But, you know, one thing that I found really works well is for in your product descriptions, make sure that you just have a little piece of copy that gives someone a direct link or a direct email that they can send um, you a question to. And mm-hmm. one thing that I always suggest writing is that you have a 24 hour response time. And you need to make sure that you are on top of this to respond to customers. But if someone sees that you have a 24 hour response time, immediately, they just start to see the human on the other side of the online store. And it goes a huge way into making them feel more comfortable. And, and also, you know, the chat apps and all the, we've got so many different options, I suppose people can explore, but there are, there's an app that I've been seeing recently that sends the chat straight to the merchant's phone. So as long as you've, you're switched on and you're there and you've said, yes, I'm available, you can write straight back. And it's also good with automated responses that you can hit the button and know that you're like templated responses that you can write straight back to them and you don't have to be sitting at your desktop. So there are certainly options to make it look like you've got a huge customer service team. Even if it's just you and your mobile phone, it's pretty good and people will be happy to see that you're responding and and, and answering questions and not just being uh, ignored, as you said, going to some sort of spam box that never gets responded and you've lost a sale. Exactly. And you've also lost you know, one thing that I always think is you've lost the sale, but you've also potentially lost a lifelong customer. You yeah, know, if, yeah. if you really make the, the sale 
and you take the time to actually treat them, you know, with respect and treat them as a valued customer, it's crazy. They'll be so happy to come back and spend more in your store. (laughs) And I think, you know, one of the basics of business is that it's always so much cheaper to have returning customers than actually new customers. So don't forget to think that if you think this is just us trying to be nice, uh, it is, but it's also not because having return customers <laughs> is way cheaper than getting new ones all the time. So you'll actually yeah. be way more profitable with this strategy. All right. Well, that kind of covers what you should be doing during Black Friday. So let's go over what you should be doing after Black Friday or after the holidays. Now, mind you, I've been re- referencing you know Black Friday, but this includes um, Cyber Monday and this includes you know, any sort of holidays. And and one thing that I want to start with is extending the sales. As I talk about Cyber Monday, you know, and as you start to get more emails that as we get closer to Black Friday, I'm sure you'll start to see Black Friday week. That's my mm-hmm. favorite. <laughs> <laughs> Just spread it out. It's never going to end. It's never going to end. And I have seen Black Friday month. It is out there. And I'm sure, you know, if you keep your eyes peeled, you'll see that as well. Now, Black Friday month, I will say, does take away, I think, from the the immediate action that you're looking for your customers to take. However, extending the sale is a really great strategy. If you have something that's going on sale on Black Friday and, you know, your customers miss it, Sending them an email on Sunday and saying, don't worry, you get one more chance on Cyber Monday. <laughs> Your customer mm. is going to be super inclined to, you know, put it on their calendar and think, I'm not going to miss out on this again. You know, I'm going to yep. make sure that this time when I see it, I'm going to purchase it. And whether that's with Cyber Monday or just with the Black Friday week, you know, that idea to give your customers another chance because you're care about them and you want them to get the sale goes a huge way and they will appreciate it and they definitely you definitely will see sales so i would definitely suggest um extending it if you can make sure that you set up the proper um emails and and graphics for it but this can be an amazing way to see a lot more sales if you can afford it, I suppose it always comes back to doing your maths as well about seeing what you can physically afford and how much you can afford to extend sales for. It's not with extending a sale if you're not making any money, I suppose. Absolutely. That's very true. And I can imagine the Black Friday month, probably not the best for a business. So maybe stick to <laughs> a few days should you be extending the sale. It also doesn't need to be as um, as great of a sale maybe as it originally was, but I do think that it's uh, a great idea to Number one, check your checkbook, make sure that everything balances, <laughs> and then see how long you can extend the sale for. Once you've extended the sales, the next thing you want to be doing is sending out abandoned cart emails. Now, this mm-hmm. is something you probably hear all the time. And I will say personally, you know, I think we all know how important sending out abandoned cart emails are. But when it comes to setting it up, it can be a bit of a maze to deal with mm-hmm. any of the mail apps. They can be super complicated and convoluted. And here's the thing. It's just like Facebook ads. Unfortunately, there is no way to snap your fingers and make it happen. You just need to get your hands dirty, start making emails, start sending some test emails, and eventually you will be the master of that email app. (laughs) So that's the first thing that I want to say. And when you are setting up these abandoned emails, 
I think it's really important, you know, that you understand and take the time to really explore this strategy. You might just think, okay, I will send out one abandoned checkout email. Check, done. No way. If you really want abandoned emails to work and work as effectively as they possibly can, you want to actually set up a sequence. Now, there are Shopify apps that will allow you to do this. And what they'll do is they'll set up a sequence of, you know, one to three emails or however many you like. So that way, once a customer, you know, abandons checkout, they'll receive one email, maybe an hour or two afterwards. Then you can set up the second email to send them an email a few days and then maybe a third email a week later. Normally, what a lot of big companies do is they will actually put a discount or additional promotion in the final last email. So that way, it's really the final push to get the the customer to, you know, come back and commit to the purchase. Now, abandoned checkout emails are extremely effective. Lots of people Mm. abandon checkout for a number of reasons. On Black Friday, people will probably have a 100 tabs open. They're probably gonna be flying through stores, flying through sales, flying through checkouts. No problem. It's going to be a messy day online. So if you set up this abandoned checkout sequence, guess what? In a week, when things settle down and everyone is kind of, you know, finished with the Black Friday sales, they'll get a little email from you directly in their inbox with a, you know, promotion or maybe the same deal that you offered on Black Friday. And it will really stand out among the quiet once things have settled down. And it's in a very effective way uh, to bring in some additional sales. I totally agree. I think some of my sales from that previous year, definitely you know, the clickbacks that I got from those abandoned cart emails were really substantial. So I think it's absolutely worth setting up and it's so quick and easy to do that you'd be, you'd be silly not to do it. You've got to do it. You've just, yeah. you've got to, you've just, I know I've been there before. Sometimes the email apps have made me just want to rage quit the computer, but you just got to, <laughs> you've just got to get through it because you know what? There is going to be more apps that make you feel like that. And it's, it's a step-by-step yeah. process. And yeah, exactly. speaking, um, speaking of, you know, abandoned checkouts, the idea with them is that you're touching base with your customers again. Now, the last tip that I want to add for, you know, post Black Friday or post holiday sales is to make sure that you retarget your customers. Now, yes, you can retarget in a few ways. When I talk about retargeting, I am referring to Facebook ads. So if you're advertising with Facebook, this means that you will be targeting the people that visited your store or, you know, did an action on your store, such as press checkout. And what you'll be doing is you'll be sending them targeted ads to say and trying to convince them to come back. Now, the idea with this is very simple. Um, It's a common, I guess, marketing phenomenon that customers need to see something at least, you know, three to seven times before they actually commit to purchasing it. So if you Mm -hmm. didn't see a lot of sales on Black Friday, don't feel defeated. That's okay. A lot of times customers just need to see things a few times. So this is your opportunity to continue to advertise to them and get them to that level where they are more comfortable and ready to make the sale. Now, that's with Facebook ads. You can lightly retarget or retarget in theory with emails as well. And you should make sure that, you know, once you've run your Black Friday sale, don't just look at the how many sales you've made. Hopefully it's tons though. I know it will be <laughs> after you listen to this podcast. Yeah, but exactly. One thing that is really important is to also look at your email list. That is so important and something people often overlook. Your email list, it's its a halfway step to a sale. If someone is 
interested enough to put in their email into your email list, that's huge. Mm-hmm. That means they're yeah. like even 1% interested and you can drag that 1% to a sale. You can absolutely <laughs> do it. So make sure to look at your email list and don't forget to retarget those customers. Don't send them spam emails, but just start sending emails and start sending good emails as Andrew suggested in the previous podcast, where you provide additional content, you really give them something, you know, you'll see the benefit of that as they appreciate that genuine connection. And then they will eventually come back to your business. It's one of those steps that if you ignore, I think you're just missing out on huge amounts of sales. So it's such a good, such a good tip, Magda. This has been like, oh my gosh, how many value bombs have you dropped throughout this episode? Uh, I could t- talk and talk about uh, e-commerce <laughs> and to be honest, any sort of Black Friday sales. And I think I w- want to say to everyone out there that one of the reasons that I love all these tactics is because they work on me. I'm a huge Black Friday shopper. And I feel like as yeah. someone who works in e-commerce, I love to see both sides of it. And I will be honest, countdown timers, they work on me. You know, abandoned checkout yeah. emails with a discount, they work on me. They get me to me convert. <laughs> no, I, I was going to say I'm a sucker. and I'm, It's not a sucker, but I do know if I want something that, mm-hmm. uh, you know, if you can entice me to push that button and put my, well, I, I use Shopify shop, so it means that all my stuff, if you're using a Shopify store, all of my information is already there. It, I can mm-hmm. check out within about 13 seconds. I'm going to push that button. I'm going to make that happen. So whatever you can do to entice people to put add to cart, check out, boom, you got a sale, it's going to make your life easier and your business more successful. Absolutely. And, you know, always think like if you're someone that's, you know, has an online store, think about your buying habits. You know, what gets you? Yeah. Is it countdown timers? Do you, Where do you put your email into other businesses? You know, is it on yeah. a pop-up? And when you start to see yourself as a customer, it will really help you as a business owner. So try to think to both sides of it. And I think, you know, ultimately Black Friday is going to be a good time. People are going to be making a lot of money and people are going to be purchasing a lot of things that they really want. So it's going to be good for both businesses and consumers. So I think the one important thing is don't get too overwhelmed. And, you know, remember that there's going to be another one next year and another one the year after that and holidays in between. So just try to have some fun, but also, um, you know, go out there and get some sales. Yes, exactly. Kick ass. This is the time and uh, exceed your customers' expectations. Make sure you communicate and also make sure you have fun with your marketing as well because it shouldn't be a slog. It should be something you enjoy and it's really a good feeling when you hear those little cha-chings come and know that the work that you've put in is making you money and that is a good thing. Exactly. Magda, this has been a brilliant, a brilliant episode. Thank you for sharing your knowledge and information. Now, you manage uh, a lot of different sort of marketing areas for, for Obolo. Where can we see your magic work and learn your skills from, from what you do? Well, thank you, Alicia. It's been a pleasure to be back on. And for everyone out there, you can find me on the Oberlo YouTube channel. I am in a lot of the videos with Jessica, who I'm sure you know. And then we also go live every Tuesday at 11 a.m. EST, and we bring you five winning products from the database. So you know they are real winning products. So make sure to join us there, subscribe, and join us for the lives on Tuesdays. I would love to see you there, and I'm always reading the chat. So please shout me out in the chat. Let me know that you 
heard this on the podcast and I will shout you out on the live. I love it. And yeah, the, the lives are great because also if you're looking for product, you're in that product sourcing mode, which I know a lot of our listeners are. There's such great up-to-date broadcasts where you can get a lot of information, but also just be guided in the right the right direction for finding what might be right for you to sell now. Exactly. And of course, you can check out obelo.com for more information about blogs, links to all of the magic videos, and uh, lots of courses that we're offering at the moment, which we're very excited with the rebrand that's come out recently. It looks pretty sexy. It's cool. It's definitely really <laughs> cool. I feel like we really made e-commerce cool again, and I think that everyone should definitely go check it out. I agree. All right, Magda, you'll be back soon. I have no doubt because uh, you're always a wealth of information and we love having you on the show. So thank you. And uh, until next week, lovely listeners, we'll see you soon. And keep hustling. Woo! Thank you so much again to Magda for sharing all of this information. I've been taking notes. I'm preparing for my store's Black Friday sale. This year, I'm going to do it properly. No last minute panicking for me. If you'd like to read more about this episode or learn more about the show, just head to obelo.com slash podcast. You can find all of the show notes from all of our previous episodes. Also, we love hearing from you. Pop me an email, podcast at obelo.com is where you can get in touch. If you would like to be featured on the show or you have a question that you'd like us to answer, then get in touch. Until next week's episode of the show, we'll see you soon. 